0: Hi there. Thanks for checking out the new life speaker podcast. All our speakers are recorded live at our AA meeting held on Friday nights at 8 PM at the atonement Lutheran church in Wyomissing, Pennsylvania. If you don't want to miss out on our newest upcoming speakers, don't forget to subscribe and turn on notifications. This podcast is self-supporting. So if you enjoy this podcast, please put a dollar or two into our virtual basket. The money goes towards the seven tradition and helps fund our meeting. You can find a link to this in the description. And if you know someone in need, please share this with them. Thank you.
1: Hi, I'm Gina. I'm an alcoholic. Wow, that was quite the introduction. Of course I was nervous, right? Um, I'm speaking, but I look around and there's no one that I don't know, and that makes me feel so good. So thank you all for being here. Um, I have a sponsor. I sponsor. And I have a home group, Freedom From Bondage. Um, My sobriety date is September seventh, two 2021. what it was like what it was like is I was always different but different to the way um, as a very little girl I was pulled out of school at a class I was told to put these puzzles together or you know do all these weird tests and I didn't know and no one told me um, they said I was gifted so then they would start busing me and uh, one other child from the school to a special school where um, we could use our talents, I guess. Uh, it was dissecting things at a very early age and making pop art and all this stuff. And I had no idea because nobody told me that that, that was anything. I just knew that I got to leave and I didn't like it because I was the only one. And so I felt different. Um, and I didn't feel as smart as they said I was because I would mess up all the time. You know, um, I I was born and raised in Reading. I have a uh, family that's riddled with addiction. Um, my father took his own life at, when I was 22 from this disease. Uh, And my mom went on to have a series of uh, men that also had problems with drinking. Uh, I talk a lot because I always wanted someone to see me. Um, I did all the things that you all did. I had all the different outfits, all the different sports, the different music, I mean, the different everything. Um, According to who I was hanging out with, I I was just a chameleon, but always different. Like, I couldn't ever truly get close to another person. Anyone. Not friends, not family, no one. Um, I did have a, a I was very fortune, fortunate at the age of 15 to meet my best friend, who um, ended up being my cousin also. And I used to call her Dr. Phyllis growing up. Because I'm like, how are you so good at like listening and just knowing what to do? And we'd always say, like, I made her crazy, a little more crazy when she was in her shell. And she toned down my crazy. Lo and behold, um, her parents were in this program for 40 years. <laughs> so that's why she was Dr. Phyllis. And It was probably the closest thing I had to a human relationship that was any kind of function. Um, I started drinking when I was 15 and um, I hung out with all the guys on my block. There were no girls. Um, so I wanted to do all the things they did um, except for be one of the hoes they talked about. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, my goal was to not be the hulk uh. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm not, it's true. Well, um, so, speaking of that, like, my first boyfriend, like, I would barely let him touch a boob. And then times went on, and um, as my drinking progressed at such an early age, I found myself losing my virginity in a bathroom floor to what would now be considered an assault. So I did not even know that until I did my fifth step. And I'm a sexual assault nurse. So what I'm trying to say here is, like, the, the delusions that we have are just so... Powerful and and the other day, I asked Alexa what a delusion was, and she's like it, it it's when you really believe it, because I knew that, but like I was repeating myself, I was saying like I am so delusional, I believe things that aren't true, which is like I'm a delusion, i'm a delusion, and into sobriety, what I didn't realize is that um that doesn't go away right away <laughs> yeah so Um, yeah, so I could stand up here and tell you that I uh, got a DUI once, but that went away. I crashed my car all the time. I lost all my jobs. I I would keep them for a long time, but as I can look back in my life, there was a pattern and the pattern got um, closer and closer together before it repeated. I set my house on fire, twice. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and somehow along the way I managed to raise two beautiful girls. And um, I I don't, that that was God being with me all along. When I look back, I realize that I just tried to give them what I didn't have, which was like some self-esteem. I didn't have any I would have said whatever you wanted I would have been whoever you wanted and if you didn't like it I could even break a bottle over your head um, so I, I did all of these things but I I was always searching for something and when I got to AA I found God and I like God is supposed to be like with in us, like since we were born, right? Um, The book says that. God wasn't lost, Gina was. I just didn't know until I got here. So when I got here, um, funny story, I was telling my neighbor what an alcoholic I thought she was and that all of her problems were from drinking. And it's just, if she doesn't get help, she's going to die. And uh, I said, you know, I've been drinking a lot too since I'm not working. You know, if you want, we can go to a meeting or something. She's like, yeah, next Tuesday. And um, I don't know what happened in that moment, but I looked over in the mirror and I was like, oh, my God, all your problems are from drinking too. So, um, I called she was on the phone drunk and she's like well I know this guy and he helped my brother and And I'm like okay well um, yeah you can call him if you want so um, you know I don't know what she put him through on the phone drunk but I said can I have his number and she said yeah I said "I, I need help now I I woke up that day and something was different Something was different because I realized that all these years I thought that I had power and I did not have any. And if I would have had one more thing that I could have justified or another excuse to make or another bridge to burn, then maybe I would have done that and I don't know what happened, but I got on my knees and I said, God, please help me because I don't want to die. And ever since then, I've been saying, if I drink, I die. That's it. One. I will die. So um, I called that person, and I didn't find out until months later that uh, I was 12-step over the phone. Um, I, was, I remember reading the book going, oh, my God, he did this to me. All of it. <laughs> All of this. But what he did was tell the truth about the bizarre things that were going on in my head, the crazy things that I don't want you to know about me. The fact that I won't just use alcohol alcoholically. I'll use human beings. I will use shopping. I will use clothing. I will use food. I will use anything that you put in front of me. I want all of it and I want yours. So he brought me to my first meeting, and um, somebody likes to remind me of how terrible I looked, although I was delusional, so I thought I looked great. Um, And he said, oh, that one over there, you'd be lucky to have her as your sponsor. So, of course, I want the best. So I'm like, hi, I'm Gina. I think you're my sponsor. And she's like, let's have a conversation. I'm like, okay. So we had our first conversation, and I... uh, I fell in love with this woman because she saw me. She talked to me like I was a human being. I was so used to being told by everybody, like, that I got close to, I should say. You know, you're irresponsible. Are you ever going to get your life together? You're such a fuck up. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> like all these things, you know, I could, I could sell myself to you in the beginning, but once you got to know me, it was time for me to go. Because now you're telling me all these things and it's your fault because you, you did this to me. You hurt me so much. I had to be a loser. You know, it's like, I, and my, the first time I sat with her, I remember she was eating like a weird sandwich at the bagel shop. And I was like, I don't care. She is like listening, listening to me. And not just listening, cause I never shut up. So it's like, like she, she saw me and I couldn't wait to do that again. So then I wanted to be the best um, sponsee she ever had in her whole life. So I was like, hi, Is it okay if I go to this meeting tomorrow? And she's like, Yeah. But she didn't realize that. I, like, maybe not. We only had a com. I don't even remember what we said that day, but I thought, like, I had to ask her if I could go pee. You know, like, I didn't know. I I, I walk into Alcoholics Anonymous because my pride kept me from going to the emergency room. I worked in both of them and was fired. So I don't want to go there for help. So I didn't know. And then. When I got there, I was welcomed by some women. I remember someone's wife taking me to a big book study. And um, at that big book study, they, uh, they they were bringing cookies every week. And I was like, I can bake. My grandmother taught me to bake. I, I got this. I'll bake. And I made six and a half dozen cookies for five people. <laughs> so, uh, what I did realize, though, is that I uh, I continue to make the cookies because I made a lot of friends through the cookies. I uh, it gets me out of my head. It's, it's very meditative for me. Um, when I'm nervous, I make a lot. That's why there's a hundred dozen back there. Uh, but you guys all like welcomed me in, and as I look around, I'm like, "This is my family. I love you guys so much." And I hope if I can do one thing, is just tell you how amazing, amazing this program is, because. Every single one of you have given me a little piece of yourself. And I, I get to carry that to, to other people. And that's what our book says to do, to pass it on, right? So as I started meeting with my sponsor, I was, I was in a relationship and, uh, you know, regardless of what I did, I, I was not able to see it for what it was and I thought everything was my fault. And I don't know how she did it, but my sponsor just let me live. She didn't tell me what to do. In fact, she said, you can call me every day. Please don't call me every day. (laughs) But call other women every day. And that's how I built a family of women and men in this program. I know you're not supposed to hang out with guys, but I don't drive, so everybody drove me everywhere. And it was pretty awesome. I made a lot of great, great friends. Um, so, I think the powerless part was easy for me to get. I know that's not true for everybody, um, but oh, with alcohol, because I, I knew that I was licked, as the book would say. I mean, I had a makeshift mini bar in my bathroom. Um, I found a shot glass in my ottoman when I was moving, when I moved to my new house. I mean, just the crazy places that I would put things. Um, came to believe a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Well, um, I wasn't sure about that one because I had such conflicting, uh, I had such conflicting religious beliefs growing up. Uh, Half of my family was Jehovah Witness. am I allowed to say that? I don't know. And the other half was was atheist, and the rest were just like nothing. I always wanted to believe, but I was being told one thing by one thing, what to call the person for that one. There's no one there. Go across, uh, I had no adults because my dad was never really in my life. I was always taking care of my little brother, um, and my my mom worked two jobs. And and all this time, I thought my mom, you know, didn't love me, didn't want to be with me. But my mom was just taking care of me the best that she could. So I would go across the street and I would clean the church, so they would take me places or camp or all these things. And then they told me that another guy in robes was God, and that went against what my grandmother told me that that was God's son. And I was so confused that I was like, I don't know what to do. So I knew there was a God, but I didn't want the wrong one. I'm I'm Gina. I need the best. I need the best God. What am I going to do? So when I got here um, and you told me that I could pick whatever God I wanted, it was like a weight came off of my chest my shoulders, chest, wherever I don't probably my chest, but, like, it was a personal experience, and I am, like, God is now, like, my ultimate road dog, I love God so much, I do, I do, I do, I, I pray a lot, I repeat, I will be done, not mine, all day, and sometimes I'm, like, damn it, I forgot, and you can always tell, Um, you can always tell because I do something dumb. Um, When I made a decision to turn my will and my life over to God, um, I got on my knees with my sponsor, and we had a a really, really good experience. I remember us having a conversation about saying prayers out loud and why we do that. Um, So if you can remember, let me know. But I don't expect that because you never remember anything. Um. just kidding. Anything awesome, she says. Um, made a searching and fearless moral inventory. Well, I spent more time decorating my four-step than I did actually doing it. I actually, I have four-step worksheets. They're really pretty. If you need them, I can print you off some. Um, they have columns and boxes and all this stuff. I mean, I made a binder. I am going to do this. It is so pretty, and I... I put it off, right? I said, I'm not going to put it off because I'm the best. I put it off. Everyone puts it off. I don't care what you say. You put it off. Um, So when I finally got down to it, my sponsor said, if you need a deadline, I'll give you a deadline. I need a deadline. So she gave me one. And then um, since I drank uh, more years than I've, like the majority of my life, let's put it that way. I, I don't know if I'll ever live as long as the time that I drank. Uh, so I had a lot in there. It was a big binder. And uh, we met in two sessions to do my fifth step. And I remember her looking at my papers going, I, 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 I just just say. Because it was very pretty. Too pretty. It I needed to get to what made me tick and what i realized is by the time i got there i was able to see my part in things because of you guys i was able to see how my thinking wasn't right because of you guys i was able to love myself because of you guys the sex inventory sucked she's like is there any more i'm like stop it she's like she's like no it's just because i already saw your pattern i'm like okay thank god i, was like, I tried so hard uh, but yeah um that that's when i learned that i you know i learned where um my self-esteem issues came from. I learned where my victim mentality came from. I learned where all of these things happened. But and, and I do not condone any kind of assault or violence towards other people or any of those things. But I will tell you I had no business being in these places. None. Especially as a child. Um so I admitted all those things, and then we went through the fear inventory, and I had 100 forms of fear that I was driven by, and I wrote 100 forms of those fear, and we were able to clock it down to like four. Four core fears that basically moved me to do everything in this world since I was young. I was always in fight or flight, always. Like what? What do I gotta do? How, how can I get there? What's next? I could never, I didn't understand when you guys would tell me that I need to stay in the present moment. I'm like, well, that's just ludicrous. Like, how, 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 like, what about this? What about that? I mean, I am so crazy that I'd be like, hmm, I'm not gonna worry about those dishes cause that's the future. And, <laughs> and my sponsor's like, no, you can plan things. We, Planning is okay. I mean that's I I feel like I had such a gift of desperation that I would have freaking hopped in a circle if you told me to. Um Okay, so the fear inventory I remember that um that was like a giant microphone dropped from the sky, like my sponsor's like boom and I was like, Oh my god goodness. Like, everything. It's all fear. I, when I, once I, I felt that, I still felt fear, which sucks. But I am able to do things even though I'm scared. Every time, and I still do it, I push off the things I'm scared of. It's never as bad as what I made it in my head. I have never been in a situation that was worse than what my brain told me it was. Never. None of them. And, like, if you want to know how crazy, I don't think I have to tell you, but I will tell you that I fell asleep at the wheel on the way to my daughter's graduation. Um, And I broke nine ribs, had a stent put in my aorta, lacerated my liver, was peeing blood and couldn't move for five months. And I drank again as soon as I could walk. Tell me that's not crazy. And then I couldn't, I couldn't for the life of me realize that I still made it about me. I never even apologized to my daughter that I missed her graduation from high school. It was, oh mom got in the worst accident, mom almost died, blah, blah, blah. Like, if your mom wasn't so nuts, none of that would have happened. But I got to tell you that being a nurse, a mom, all these things, the thing I'm most proud of saying is that I'm an alcoholic. Because I cannot imagine going through this world without you guys. I just can't. This is a family of... Uh, You taught me how to give. You taught me how to receive. Receiving felt worse than giving. I didn't know how to do that. Um, I'm trying to stick to the numbers, and it's not working, but whatever, because I'm crying, whatever. Um, So we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Oh, I was ready. Please, please, just get it out. There's a lot going on up here. Get it out. Take away my selfishness. I don't want, none of us want to be the person people call selfish. When's the last time you're like, oh, you're selfish. Thank you. That's thanks. Thanks. You don't care about anybody but yourself, Gina. Oh, thank you. You know? That feels awesome. You know? That's not true. But how many times have I heard that in my life to know that I wanted it to stop? So I was ready and um, the good thing is my sponsor said that I don't have to do that that God's going to do that for me that she doesn't remember her wise beans but she said you know the defects are like beans in your pantry you know God will take them and move them to the garage for you You they're not right up in your face every time you open that cabinet but they're always there you just have to walk a little further to get them. So when people say they work on six and seven, I tried that. I, list, I read all of the six and seven books that everyone suggested ever. I dropped all the rocks, whatever. It, uh, I, my beans have been in and out of the garage so many times I can't even explain it. But what I do know is that you guys taught me to do the next right thing. And I don't always do it because sometimes I'm stubborn because my brain's a liar. In fact, she is the ultimate lying asshole. She really is. <laughs> yeah, so I try to avoid that my whole life and see where that got me. Um, so I do ask God to, to remove my shortcomings every day. I, uh, I... And I really like that that I get to call God my creator. And I just... I always feel so special when I say that. And I do my third step prayer every day. And I do my morning prayers and my evening prayers. And I even make my kids do them and my friends when they come over. And when I'm freaking out, we hold hands in the car. And uh, that is amazing. That is family. Those are people I get real with. Um, my, <laughs> I was trying to think of what my daughter said is her favorite part. She always goes... Use me in the mainstream of life. I love saying that, Mom. I'm like, me too. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, made a list of people that we have harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Um, the good news is I didn't really have that many amends. I mean, I, people-wise, I had all of these index cards out, and I'm like, eh, I don't have that many, eh, that's good. And then I talked to a big sober, and I had a lot more than what I really thought I I did. And again, there was that apology to my daughter that I didn't even know I needed to make because my brain lies to me. So um, I have some financial amends I'm still making, Um, sometimes quickly, sometimes really freaking slowly, right? Um, I recently lost my job because uh, they said that I fell asleep at the desk. And I was just yesterday almost like getting into that with someone because we, uh, we went to a funeral together. And it's like, I did not see you sleeping. You sleeping. I was like, I offered to take a drug test. I offered to do an action plan. I don't know. I guess they, didn't, they, didn't, they just don't want me there anymore. I don't know. Uh, but I know God has a plan for me, and it wasn't there. And I'm okay he's like wow you really taking this good I'm like that's what we do for each other we don't don't knock each other down we lift each other up we tell each other that it doesn't may not look like that right now but that's what's gonna happen it's truly the best place on earth I can't think of anything else that has made such an impact on humanity, like the 12 steps do. And I am a firm believer that everyone could do, it, do them because there's a lot of sick, normal people, if you want to even say that. Um, <laughs> so nine, um, I made direct amends. I, of course, have to be the best. So I did everyone in my no pile first. And I'm like, I'm never doing them. And I'm like, I'm gonna show my sponsor that I'm doing all the no's first. Well, the nose, that was dumb. Um, yeah. But I got some really, um, I got i got someone that didn't, you know, wasn't picking up what I was putting down and that's fine. But I did get, um, I did get some really amazing responses. I got someone that said, I'm just so happy for you and that Um, I struggle with someone in my family with addiction and you're such an inspiration and that woman was on my ultimate no, and she hugged me and that's God and that's this program I have had so many like spine-tingling God moments since I got here that I'm like "Uh uh-uh no that what like Do you remember when we saved that guy's life, leaving the tanning bed? I mean, crazy stuff. (laughs) I, I, ooh, I, and I'm cross-talking. So, uh, continue to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, properly admit it. I will say I am the best in my group at this. Just kidding. No, no, no. No. We do this, um... We do this personal inventory, and through that, um, a lot of times, uh, on, the, on the one side, we, we say our prayers to God um, for that night. And uh, a lot of times, what comes out of my mouth is my spot check. And I'm able to see where I could have done better that day. And at the end, I'm able to go to bed not hating myself because I get to see what I did good that day too. When I think that I'm a lowly piece of scum on the bottom of your shoe, those days that I'm really having a hard time pulling up that inspiration, at the bottom of that page, it says, did you help anyone today? And I never had a blank one. So I go to bed feeling like, "Mm, not today, shoe, right? Um, 11, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying for only knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out okay, so uh, also meditating I never thought I could sit still, more than one second Um, so I got all these gadgets and I set up this whole like you know, connect me to God moment, I still use the music cozy by the way, they should have given me like A bonus or something for how many of those things i bought um i love guided meditations but i am now able to sit quietly which if i can do it any of you can do it and you know sometimes i do it for a minute or two and it just stops the pause is the number one offender these days I need to pause and call for direction. I've always been more of a, oops, I, I'm going to call her. Um, but there was a time where I wouldn't even go, oops, I did that. Like, ooh, maybe I should have called a sober woman on that one. I Like, those thoughts never came in my head. I would just, like, run rampantly through this world. And now, at least I am thinking that probably should have been run by another woman and it's usually after i've already done it but at least i'm coming to terms with it and that's how i that's how i don't beat myself up anymore i know i'm doing the best i can um i'm praying i love praying i pray all day i pray 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 talk to god all the time he's probably like please someone else please anyone um 12, having a spiritual awakening as a result of the steps. We try to carry this message to alcoholics and practice these principles in all our affairs. Boy, is, is that a wild one, right? Because I have, um, I was told I could help people from the moment I got here. So um, I, what do I have to give? Well, I'll tell you, when your sponsor kicks you in your butt and says, go get the new girl, you do it. <laughs> and the new girl is still in my life today. And not the new girl anymore, but she's still in my life. And and I have a lot of women like that. Uh, and I did what she told me to do. I, I do take a lot of pride in the fact that I was the only person in AA history that called every person on their white paper of <laughs> women's numbers. Every single one. And the very first one sitting right there in the second row. The The people that listen to me, I just... I I cannot even begin to tell you what you have done for me. You saved my life. And I just hope that I can do the same for other people. And I will continue to give back to this program to the best of my ability because I have cried in these rooms with you. I remember being in a room like literally shaking crying and they changed the focus of the meeting to what I was shaking and crying over I mean I, that nobody else nowhere else does that for you nowhere nobody I, I called a certain person today I don't want to name over the microphone and I was like I'm kind of nervous blah 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 and they were like that's nice do you want that thing that your grandfather made and I'm like did you not hear me <laughs> I'm talking about the most important experience of my life. (laughs) And you want to know what I, but you know what? That's how I lived my life before I got here. I needed that and I kept going back for it and back for it, hoping that it would change. I needed that person. I needed those people to tell me what I needed to hear. And I don't need that anymore because I have it. And it is a wonderful thing. There's nothing like it on this earth. So um, I just want to thank all of you for being my family, and that's all I got. Thanks.
0: Thanks for checking out this episode of the New Life Speaker Podcast. Please remember that our group is self-supporting through the Seven tradition. Donations can be made by clicking the link in the description below, or they can also be found on our website, newlifespeakers.org. Tune in next week for a new speaker, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button to be notified when we upload a new episode. Thanks for listening. Um.